The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, how about that hockey game last night? Ton of fun to watch. Your Oilers in action again uh, tomorrow taking on the Rangers. You'll be able to listen to it uh, right here on 630 Chad. And, of course, uh, your Eskimos in action tomorrow as well. Uh, kickoff at 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Uh, who are they taking on? Oh, the BC Lions. Uh, Want to keep in mind uh, today, your word of the day to Jet Away with Jay Lynn is at 420 this afternoon so make sure you're listening then so today my friends is world obesity day it's a day established in uh, 2015 to try to help people try to achieve and maintain a healthy weight now when it comes to losing weight maintaining weight working out an expert from the u of a says eating right finding something you enjoy doing and making it a priority works better than short-term goals or fear. Dr. Kerry Mummery is the Dean of Faculty with Kinesiology, Sport and Recreation at the U of A, pioneered the 10,000 steps a day program nearly 20 years ago. Uh, he joins us this afternoon. Dr. Mummery, welcome to the show. Oh, hold on a second. Welcome to the, oh, hold on a second. Hi, Dr. Mummery. Got the right buttons now. How are you today? Okay, I'm very well, Jay Lance. Thanks for the opportunity to do uh talk about our program and uh, World Obesity Day. Yeah, so you know what? Uh, eating right, finding something you enjoy doing, making it a priority, it all sounds very easy. So why do so many of us fail at it miserably? Uh, yes, this is, uh, you know, hard-cutting uh, information, of course, that uh, we should uh, eat better and be a little bit more active in terms of health. Why is it hard? Well, because a lot of things conspire against us, actually, in modern technology. I mean, we have uh, the prevalence and uh, um, availability of relatively low-cost, high-calorie food. Mm. We uh, we move uh, not as much as we should because we've pretty much systematically taken activity out of our daily life. So that's why we started the 10,000 Steps program, as you said, almost 20 years ago now. I can't even believe it. when I was reading this. I'm like, you, you were, you were, you were behind this. What is it about ten thousand steps, Dr. Mummery? Well, it's interesting. Yes, we. Uh, I wouldn't say we necessarily started it uh, worldwide, but we were certainly at the crest of the wave, and we've, you know, that's a good place to be when we when we're starting something. But um, in reality, there is no magic to ten thousand steps. What there is is some pretty basic psychological principles and that's goal setting and self-monitoring so 10,000 steps is actually quite a challenging goal for most people that aren't particularly active I mean if you if you if you count your steps which is not something I ask people to do unless they have a pedometer or a smartphone with a app on it or some sort of activity measuring and monitoring device you'll probably find that you only do about two to three thousand steps a day unless you happen to be in a very active uh, workplace and that the job requires you to walk and that's what I mean we've systematically taken activity out of yeah. our lives we spend most of our time sitting and not nearly enough of our time walking so we came up with an idea in uh, uh, the early 2000s that we would set a challenging goal 10,000 steps that's about an hour and 40 minutes of walking and then we'd get people to uh, to measure it every day and that was using pedometers because in 2001 
There were no smartphones. No. We used very simple pedometers. But, uh, but it, people, people don't understand. 10,000 steps is sounds like a lot. And actually, if you try it, it's quite a few steps. But in reality, it only takes you about an hour and 40 minutes. I know, but there's a lot of folks out there that are, that are going to say, I don't have time for an hour and 40 minutes, doctor. Exactly. An hour and 40 minutes out of a 24-hour day, there's a lot of other time. And yes, that's the thing. People say they don't have time. And really, the number one barrier to physical activity is, uh, is this perception of lack of time. And people are busy. There's no doubt about it. But I always say there's no lack of time. It's a lack of priority. And, and I'm not saying that other people don't have priorities that should be more important, uh, that are more important to them. But every once in a while, we do have to look after ourselves for us to look after other people. So a lack of time is usually a lack of priority. And a lot of times it's not prioritizing one's own health over many other things that are on our plate. Figuratively and literally, every day. Isn't that the truth, right? You know, you, you get so busy with you know uh, the, taking care of the kids or or volunteering somewhere, or doing a charity work somewhere, or even just sitting down. I need to relax, whatever it is, and uh, you know full well that I should get up, even do like a half an hour uh, walk or on the treadmill. It's like no, I just uh, I'm 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 too busy. That's that's a resounding thing, and I I think that a lot of folks we we carry this this uh, I'm so busy. Uh, label like a like a badge of of honor when I don't think that that's what it is. Well, I'm so busy, as I say. Uh, there's only 24 hours in a day, but there's 24 <laughs> four hours in every Wednesday. So some people are able to uh, figure it out, and others just need to really sit down or stand up and walk, and then and then make things a priority, and really you know spend some time diligently figuring out. What, uh, what their priorities are. 10,000 Steps is really an activity project. It's not an exercise project. We encourage exercise as well, but exercise is something that's quite goal-directed, planned, um, go to the gym, work out a couple of times a week, three times a week, build your body, build your fitness, etc. We were just really trying to get people every day to simply move more. We had a number of titles that we had for that project back uh, in the day when we started it. We landed on 10,000 steps and it has become a definitive measure worldwide now. It does the 10,000 steps though, if you do 10,000 steps a, a day, um, is that going to help with weight loss? Is it going to make you healthier? It'll certainly uh, help make you healthier. Um, as far as weight loss, one of the problems with both exercise and physical activity is that people give way too much credence to exercise and physical activity in terms of controlling weight. They go to the gym, they work out very hard, they don't seem to lose weight. The amount of calories burnt mm. in a, uh, a typical exercise session in the gym, unless you're an elite athlete, is actually relatively low. So the problem with obesity is more the food we consume than the exercise we do or the activity we do. That doesn't mean that activity is not good for your health. Activity is the most important modifiable thing that you can do to help your health. It's the thing that is under your control and uh, it is the most important modified, modifiable risk factor for long-term health and well-being. It is long-term, though. I mean, mm -hmm. there's a latency period. If you're active for your whole life, it will give not only years to your life, but life to your years, as we like to say. You, you can't out-exercise a, a bad diet, can you? It's, it's hard. <laughs> well, some, some people can. There was a famous... Uh, 
uh, interview with uh, Michael Phelps, the mm. world-famous Olympic swimmer, on the 8,000 calories he eats a day, and he was able to out-exercise that. But he is the peak of the peak of the peak of elite athletes that's training in an amount that most people can't even consider, yeah. they can't even believe. So basically your statement is true. You can't out-exercise a bad diet. You know, strangely, many of us got away with it when we were very young. We were active, we were young, we hadn't put on the weight at that point, and we felt like we were out-exercising a bad diet. But in reality, your statement's quite correct. Uh, Dr. Kerry Mummery joining me this afternoon. You have said one of the reasons people don't stick to exercise ranges from unreasonable goal setting to not understanding what they want to achieve. So when it comes to goal setting and knowing what you want to achieve, what should, what, what should we be doing on that front? Yeah, I think the main thing is people have to learn to uh, enjoy, appreciate, and uh, uh, really love the process of being active. You know, like you just talked before we started today about what a beautiful day it is, mm. what a lovely day it would be to go out for a walk in the fall colors. That's enjoyable, and that's activity. If we're doing it because we really want to achieve something and we're getting ready, you know, when the summer comes, we want to get ourselves ready for the beach and it's all body image, etc. I say that a lot of times that doesn't become a habit because if you fail to achieve the goal, you stop doing exercise because you failed to achieve the goal. Mm. Ironically, though, if you achieve the goal, I've lost my five kilos, I've done whatever I've wanted to do. Oftentimes, if you don't enjoy the process, if you're not involved with friends and family and other things that really keep you adhering to the process, even though you're successful, you stop as well because I reached my goal. So it's, uh, it, is a, it is an ongoing challenge to make these things habitual. You know, years ago, I uh, competed in a couple of bodybuilding contests and lost, um, you know, had, you know, was following the diet plan um, and was working out um, nonstop, lost a lot of weight in the six, seven months to get on stage the first uh, year. The second year, same thing. Cause I loved it. I, I thought it was really awesome to... to, um, to to set a goal and reach it, that felt really, really, really good. 15 years now down the line, um, the thought of doing something like that again has no interest to me whatsoever. Um, I would love to be that size again and, you know, look good in a bathing suit like I did then, but to try and even get up and do 30 minutes of, uh, of walking, it's really, really difficult. And I think sometimes when, and this is just, you know, me thinking that sometimes when, when you go to extremes um, and, and things come back and you, and you fall back into your own ways, you know you want to, you know, maybe lose some weight again, it is hard to start over um, because you've done the extremes and and um, it kicks the crap out of your body. <laughs> well, I mean, goals are important. And I, I have to say that most people have to set goals and almost every day people set a goal. They don't do very much without a goal set of some sort. So goals are very important. It's just if you only focus on the outcome and don't enjoy the process, yeah. at some point it'll, it'll uh, wear off and yeah. you just won't be able to do it. It won't be a habit. Certainly bodybuilding is an interesting one. I mean, it is a little bit when we used to have the TV show Biggest Loser mm -hmm. and we'd see some people that would just sculpt their bodies. Yep. You'd know more about this than I do. But the work that goes into that, if you're not actually enjoying it, that is a tremendous amount of work and discipline, both physical work, but also just psychological discipline to adhere to the, to the training, to the diet, to all the behaviors that you need to achieve the goal. So the biggest loser is, you know, on one hand, we say that's reality TV. I usually shake my head and go, 
far from reality. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? You have said that fear is not a good motivator when it comes to exercise. We know that we should be exercising. It's good for our, our heart health. It's good for, you know, blood pressure, all of these things. But that's not getting us out there doing it. Um, and why is that? Well, I think people uh, start to uh, do a little bit of self-protection. Uh, there are two things that we, we kind of know now. We know that exercise and physical activity is good for us, and we know that smoking is bad for us. I mean, we know that. So if knowledge was all it took, then we'd have everybody would be active and nobody would smoke. <laughs> Unfortunately, we still have people who are inactive, and we still have people that smoke. So it's pretty much been shown that fear campaigns fear of uh, death through smoking, fear of uh, death through lack of exercise or activity, generalized fear campaigns, people put up, uh, you know, a psychological barrier about that, basically to rationalize the behavior uh, that they have. So fear, there will be people who change their lifestyle, there will be ch people who change their behavior, there will be people who, uh, there's exceptions to every rule, but generally, just telling somebody if they don't do something, uh, it will kill them, or if they do do something, it will kill them, is surprisingly ineffective when we really think about it. You'd think that would be the thing that would absolutely get people to adhere to whatever course of action they should. But of course, we behave differently. Yes. Um, doctor, before I let you go, um, when we talk about how long that we need to, you know, for something to become a habit, I, I remember having a, a talent coach at one point saying, I think you had to do something, I don't know, it was a hundred times or a thousand times before it became something that, um, that just became second nature. When it comes to exercise, what do you think that number is? Well, if I if I knew the number, I'd write the book. Uh, they, used, they used to say 30 days, and I have to shake my head and say no. It, it will actually be, you know, well over a year of just making sure that you are not really having to make hard, conscious decisions and plans every day. It just it becomes a habit, and really what we mean by a habit is that it's not sort of cognitively difficult for you to get yourself up and out to do whatever it is to mm. do. It's something that's fit into your daily lifestyle. You eat in a certain way. You, you, you're active in a certain way. You don't just drive your car around the parking lot every every day looking for the parking spot closest to the door. You understand a few steps is good for you. So it is something that people have to work on consistently. I mean, we've, we've studied that over the years, trying to figure out how long people should do. And that the problem is there is an opportunity and a challenge for relapse almost every day, no matter how long people have done it so yeah. we have to make it a habit but even then we just have to be conscious that it's an enjoyable part of everyday activity for us and at that point it's not set in stone but it just becomes much easier and much more enjoyable and dr mummery thank you for joining me this afternoon have a great long weekend Oh, thanks very much. Enjoyed the talk. Take care. Dr. Kerry Mummery joining me this afternoon, the Dean of Faculty of Kinesiology, Sport and Recreation. What are you doing in your world? Are, are, you, are you walking? Are you going to the gym every day? Um, I've got a gym set up downstairs in my basement. I haven't seen it in, uh, oh, I don't know, a year, knowing full well that I that I need to. I live in a beautiful part of the city. I don't go for a walk. No, I should be. No, I should uh, eat better. I should uh, drink less. Um, that, you know, I, I started the Weight Watchers program again recently. I've tried the keto stuff. I've kind of done it all. 
And I know some of you um, have found um, things that work great for you. What is it that you're doing these days to get those steps in, to make you feel better, maybe look better? But I think in the, in the long run, uh, for a lot of people, it's about the long run. And it's about doing something to make sure that we live longer. I'd love to know. Some of your texts this afternoon. Uh, this one says, hey, Jay, love the show. I didn't know today was obesity day, uh, obesity day. And as a man who lost 304 pounds, wow, over seven years, I do agree it's a more achievable thing to do than people think. It's honestly not as hard as some have have it worked up in their heads just keep going and stay focused congratulations and well done this one uh, lost 50 pounds in three months by only eating from the fridge nothing from the cupboard that's what worked for me interesting that's an interesting way to think about it isn't it you think about those those carbs and the refi- the refined stuff um, Jason says the way I see it is the biggest motivation for people to get fit is vanity not health, but vanity. And hey, you know what? Some of us just do. We, we want to look better in a bathing suit or in a pair of shorts or in our clothes. Hey, Ken. Oh, hi there. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm 66. My wife is 62. We just are both recently uh, retired. And uh, we've uh, always been pretty good eaters, but and just keeping ourselves busy. Uh, we've been, we started CrossFit uh, about six, seven months ago, and we go three, four days a week. And, uh, Going together with my wife, for me, it's just outstanding for her to just just to be doing this kind of workout. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're totally enjoying it. And the group of people we're with, uh, we all kind of have the same kind of mindset yeah. in a lot of ways. And, yeah. Awesome, Ken. Well, congratulations. CrossFit's fun. It's uh, it's tough, but it's a lot of fun, too. And it's really great that uh, that your wife is joining you as well. Yeah. Well, well the best part is, of it it's not the same old same old no it's different every day every every workout is different and uh to me it's not about challenging myself to be in the crossfit world but it's about just finishing the workouts at times and that yeah no uh i've lost weight and not that i was a lot overweight anyway but i I haven't felt this good since i was 25 good there you go good on you 66 keep kicking butt ken this is awesome thanks for the call well, thank you. Have a great weekend. Uh, a couple of texts started keto in April. I've lost 35 pounds already. Tried keto, worked for a little bit. Nah, then I didn't. My husband does a modified one, and uh, he loves it. Uh, the best way to lose weight and maintain health is fasting. I know intermittent fasting is helping uh, a lot of people uh, right now. And listen to this one. Jay, great interview. I'm 62. I've been going to Orange Theory Fitness three times a week. It's a great overall workout. i uh, been at it for seven years. I've always been active. Active. If I can't get to my workout, I'm not a happy person. I love it. Keep at it. You just have to find the right program. That's for Karen. Uh, keep your text coming in uh, this afternoon, 630, 630. We'll take a break here for the 330 News.